Sitter Snippet Series is generously sponsored by the Saka family in memory of Joseph Saka. Tonight's snippet, it's a great sponsorship. It's sponsored by Susan and Charlie Rothstein's children. In gratitude for the example they set every day, the Chesed Nishtadlus, they demonstrate for the family what a bracha to be the recipient of nachas from one's parents. It's a beautiful sponsorship, and it's exactly what we last left off. Because we mentioned, we're up to the statement in the Sitter. In Emes V'yatsev, Allah v'oseinu v'aleinu al-baneinu v'yaldoroseinu v'yalkodorozeri Yisrael avadecha. We talked about the simultaneous parallel relationships we have with Hashem. Inspired and informed by our parents, even when we are not in the mood or we are disconnected, but we are connected as a link in the chain, Allah v'oseinu. We also have our own independent relationship, Aleinu, and we hope and we seek to communicate and inspire in our children, al-baneinu, that they will also be able to ride our coattails of our relationship, but also form their own. And that's really the sponsorship tonight. It's very beautiful. We move on to the next sentence. What are the Rishonim? I don't want to embarrass anyone. What are the Rishonim? What are the Achronim? Davar Tov. Something good. Davar. What's the Davar? And why are we calling it good? The Kayam. It's not only good, it's Kayam. It's also lasting. It endures. How long? The Olam Vod. So translate the words we can do. If anyone woke us in our sleep, we've been saying this every day, some for many, many years. Translate the words we can do. What are we talking about? This is why we have sitter snippets. What are we talking about? Allah Rishonim, the Allah Achronim. Who are the Rishonim? What are the Rishonim? What are the Achronim? So the commentaries, the Siach Yitzchak in particular says, the Rishonim and Achronim are talking about generations. Not the way historically we think of in terms of Torah scholarship, the Rishonim, the medieval Achronim, early Achronim, later Achronim. This is not a people of the book. Allah Rishonim, Allah Achronim means generally, Rishonim means those who are present at Har Sinai, those who experienced Matan Torah directly. Those who were there for the greatest revelation in history. They're the Rishonim, the Dordea, the Dor Midbar, the Shvatim, those who came through the desert, experienced God's miracles, saw the sea split, experienced the revelation at Sinai, came into the land of Israel. Those are the Rishonim. And we, everyone else since then, we are the Achronim. Why do we refer differently? Why do we divide the Jewish people? Why not say, for all of us, for all of Kla Yisrael, Torah, and mitzvahs, they are tov and kayam. They're pleasant, they're wonderful, they're good, and they endure. They are beyond time. They're something that lasts in every generation, every place, and all time. Why are we distinguishing between the Rishonim and the Achronim? So the Siach Yitzchak says, each one has an advantage. The Rishonim and the Achronim. What does that mean? On the one hand, we have a notion of Yuridus Adoros. We believe in the doctrine of decline. The doctrine of decline means that the further away the generations get from our Sinai, the more distanced we are from Hashem, the less virtuous and meritorious we are, the more we struggle to measure up to those who came before us. It's the doctrine of decline, on the one hand. On the other hand, and we've given Shiram on this in the past, now is not the time. If you look through rabbinic literature, if you look through Chazal, Shas, Midrashim, you'll see there are conflicting opinions. We talk about the notion that we don't measure up, we are like nothing compared to those that came before. And on the other end, you see that we've advanced and we've progressed. And we know more, we've experienced more because we have a collective wisdom. We have the composite of all the wisdom that came before to build upon. 
So which is it? It's a fascinating approach to this question, which borrows from secular wisdom and literature, that describes the answer, how do you reconcile the two? Is it the doctrine of decline? Is it that the further we get, the smaller the less we are, or the more we know and the greater we are? It's a famous story told of Yaakov Kamenetsky Zatzal, who once traveled with his grandson on an airplane. And Yaakov sat in the front of the airplane, he was sitting next to a prominent professor. And uh, Rav Yaakov's grandson on the airplane kept coming forward to ask Zayda, you need a drink? Zayda, can I get you anything? Zayda, do you need something from the overhead bin? Zayda, what do you need? He kept coming back and forth. The professor couldn't take it anymore. They had met and introduced themselves, and he asked this great Torah scholar he had just met, said, I don't understand. I'm lucky if my grandson calls me on my birthday. A couple times a year, I get to speak to him. I'm watching your grandson, the way he's waiting on you. What is it? So Rav Yaakov said, look, Look what you're a professor of, look what you believe. You believe in Darwinism, and you believe in the philosophy and those principles, you believe that evolution. So what does that mean? It means the longer time goes, the further you get, the more evolved humanity is. So your grandson looks at you and says, you're two generations less evolved than I am. So grandpa, you wait on me. You check in on me, you take care of me. I've progressed further, I'm more evolved. Rabbi Yaakov said, we believe the closer you are back to Sinai, the closer you were to being present. When Hashem spoke to the Jewish people, then the greater you are. The further you get from that, the less you are, the more difficult of a connection you have. So my grandson sees me as being two generations closer to having been at Sinai. So how do we reconcile these conflicting Mamari Chazal? So they say through the notion of, by being, sitting on the shoulders of giants. We are small people, I don't know what the politically correct word to even use right now is, but we are small people on the shoulders of giants. I know the early literature, how they refer to it. But we are smaller people on the shoulders of giants. That means to say that standing next to one another, if we compare ourselves to the Rishonim, to the Dordea, the Dor Midbar, to the Chazal, we are nothing. We are, we are nothing compared to them. But when we stand on their shoulders, we have the benefit of their height and the little bit that we add to it. And that's how you reconcile the two. And that's one of the interpretations that'll be the first that we share tonight. Allah Rishonim, the Allah Achronim. On the one hand, Allah Rishonim, they're giants, and we are not. We are much smaller. But Allah Achronim, we stand on their shoulders. And because we have the benefit of their, of their greatness, we are able to see far, arguably, further. So Allah Rishonim, Allah Achronim, it's the combination between the two. But we'll explain it a few more interpretations in the night's ahead.